Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sage Advice Radio. I am your host, Brandon Hauser, the Dream Teacher, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Absolutely love it here. I always love telling you where I'm from to help you get a little feel of my own energy, you know, maybe what's surrounding me, what's in my environment. Maybe you can sense a little bit of um, enlightenment or sometimes gloom, depending on, you know, how the world is around me. As you know, you know, we all have those effects, you know, of, of what's around us. Um, we, we are all affected by all sorts of different things, you know, that are in our environment, including the people, uh, the energy, the, the weather, the conversation. This is one thing I wanted to kind of bring up uh, a little bit today is I really want to kind of have you ask yourself, you know, what are the qualities of your conversations that you have on a daily basis. You know, is it more giving orders and command is, you know, if you're a parent kind of giving direction and, and maybe that's all you're seeing all day, or is it all work related and things that maybe don't necessarily pertain to you, but uh, it kind of works, you know, in the company or, you know, in the movements that's created at work. What are the words that you use, you know, in the small little moments when you're running to the grocery store or the convenience store? I really want you to pay attention to all those little words, all those little details. Something that, you know, really keeps pulling my attention is it's all the things that we don't necessarily know or realize is happening when we are communicating with another person because there are levels and layers of communication that happen for example, we all know about body language. Body language is a really big thing, you know, that can convey a person's attitude, uh, their emotions, their state of how they're feeling. And you can tell uh, by simple little things when somebody crosses their arms in front of them, you know, that's more likely a tendency that they're trying to close themselves off or protect themselves. But what's even more interesting and kind of staying in topic here is noticing all the different energies that come through with people 
when they are communicating. And sometimes you can communicate with just energy. Now, I have to admit something to all of you. I, as you know, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, transpersonal hypnotherapist, and psychic spiritual consultant. I use a lot of terms, you know, that kind of coin uh, or reference energy or some kind of intangible movements or intangible information. And I have to tell you, in my 30 years, I have, I have never watched Star Wars, okay? <laughs> That's my big secret. I'd never watched Star Wars. And a lot of people are always like, oh, my gosh. Brandon, like, you have to watch Star Wars. Like, this is perfect for you. You, you don't understand. So I had recently sat with my roommate, um, and I told him, if you watch Sensei, then I would watch Star Wars. By the way, Sensei out there, for all of you, one of the best fictional stories that represents psychic interaction uh, depicted so incredibly well. Huge recommendation. Shout out to Sensei uh, for those of you that, really enjoy deep, rich story uh, and a story about psychic stuff. Uh, that's definitely something to check out. But alas, this whole Star Wars thing, <clears throat> I, I, I think I'm getting it. You know, everybody that thinks that I should have watched Star Wars uh, obviously has to be representing, quote unquote, the force, right? And as I was watching the movie, there's a point... Um, I was watching, I think, the third movie, so episode six. There was a point in which one of the characters said, I can feel, you know, this person. And I'm watching this, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, my goodness, I, I do this regularly. And especially with some of my, you know, close psychic friends, where we have a link in that way, I can easily feel you know, somebody's energy if they're thinking about me and it happens vice versa. And then we end up, you know, calling each other right away. A lot of you have probably experienced things like that, but it's just that inner knowing without any sense of validation and knowing that feeling to be true as if it's a, a total conviction, you know, without question, without doubt. And I find it really interesting, you know, that is depicted in a, a fictional story such as, such as Star Wars. But it kind of makes sense, you know, it's a whole thing, a story and an experience of being in space and a lot of information, you know, can travel a lot easier uh, through space, you know, through that void. So I, I find it really interesting that things like this have been around for a very, very long time. And I learned about all of this. It kind of gave me a good um, validation, like, okay, this wasn't fabricated from some idea or some notion from a fictional story. You know, this stuff has been very real for me for the past, you know, 15, 20 years of my life. I've actively been able to really count on it and experience and discover it. So um, it's kind of cool to see that this concept has been around for a while and that other people, you know, it, it's not completely foreign. There's been a lot of fans of, of Star Wars in the past. So I think, uh, I think just the ideas floating around in the collective conscious do make this work a, a little bit easier. So uh, just remember, everything that we have going on within us, it's a high chance that this stuff is being communicated as well, and you don't even know it. I really want you to pay attention to all those moments that you 
can consciously become aware of what could be coming off of you, off of your energy, what is being projected out, even all those intangible things, even if it's nothing that you said, maybe it's something that you did or, or an internal movement or an emotion that was conveyed because when you all get on this air, when I pull on your, your caller ID or your, your area code and I pull you on air, I'm immediately sensing your energy in the instantaneous moment. If I wanted to, I could absolutely just, you know, kind of look at each of you in the queue and, and pull out, you know, the general impressions of what I feel, but that's a little bit too strenuous as the queue gets quite full uh, and it can be really overwhelming sometimes to be bombarded with uh, so many people's uh, different energies. So, you know, even right when you, when you get on air, your energy is coming through clear. So I just want all of you to just pay attention to how your energy comes off. You know, does it come off the way in which you want it to? Uh, do you have that intention? Or, you know, is it something you just haven't really thought too much about before? I think it's always good to be conscious of oneself um, in any way because it allows you a deeper understanding of your connections and relationships with other people. So speaking about relationships with others, um, I have been really enjoying all of my guests uh, being on each and every show. Um, I'm going to introduce our next guest here in just a moment, but I wanted to point you all to some information that may have gotten mixed up in the last show. It seems in the very beginning there were some issues with the, the quality of the microphone. Unfortunately, that is a blog talk radio platform issue, and hopefully it's worked out today. So if we get to any scratchy moments, just kind of kindly, kindly let me know if, if you're on air with me, uh, and I'll try to do the best I can to fix it. But I did want to tell you all, you know, that I have been working for weeks straight um, on this hypnotherapy track that I am extremely proud of and also um, very vulnerable with. You know, I poured my soul into this. This information was channeled into me to help people, especially with anxious feelings, things that are tied to guilt or fear or sadness, depression, anger. Um, a lot of these negative emotions, I was being guided and, and channeled information on how to help overcome these. And I created this track. It is one of the best tracks I have ever created. And to be quite honest with you, it's one of the better uh, hypnosis tracks out there that I have even heard. And I've been listening to these things for about 16, 17 years now. Um, and this one really is uh, something awesome. Uh, even though I'm trying to be as unbiased as I can about it, uh, of course, there may be a little bit just because I created it. But understand when I tell you, you know, if you know me, you've talked to me, you've spoke with me, you know my work, you know that I don't say anything unless I, I believe it to be true. Um, you know, and uh, I didn't grow up with, with much in this world. I was taught that I had my word and I had my respect. And so those are things that I really, you know, integrally uh, keep with me. So I, I wouldn't be pulling your strings here. This is something that really has blown me away. Uh, I used it and in the very next moments, in the next two days, I mean, things were just being released from me in such a way that uh, it was it was unbelievable. And I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it until day three. Day three was that magical day where everything kind of tied in together and I was almost like a new person. It was incredible. So uh, check that out. I have the link here 
um, on the show page. Uh, headphone hypnotherapy, if you are looking for it, uh, you can find it on my website, thedreamteacher.com, under downloads. Also, for those of you listening in, uh, and if you are getting on air today, be sure to uh, check out the archived episodes. If you want to listen to your reading over again, um, you can listen to the episode uh, either on my show page on Blog Talk Radio or download the episode onto your phone, tablet, or computer using Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. We are on uh, both of these platforms. You can also find them on my website as well, thedreamteacher.com, under Radio tab. So if you wanted to hear your reading over again, uh, kind of look over some of the major points that you're missing out, you can absolutely do that and, and take a review over there. All right, thank you all for hanging out, being patient. Uh, we will be taking your call soon, but let's get to know our guest a little bit today. Today's guest is Mel, so let's bring her on air. Hi, Hi. there, Mel. Are you there? Yep, Hi. I'm here. How Hello. are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm doing great here. Energized. I'm I'm ready to go. I enjoyed this time of the evening because it's it's got a little bit of a buzz to it, but it's also, you know, starting to simmer down. It's one of my favorite times. So we're in good, good energy, I think. So yeah. um, I wanted yeah. everybody to get to know you a little bit and learn some stuff about you. So I have some questions for you, if you don't mind. Sure, absolutely. Awesome. So the first thing, you know, quite simply, what is it that you do, especially in this uh, spiritual field of work? So what I do, um, it's progressed over time. <laughs> the longer I've worked in it, the more it's changed. But um, what I do right now is I work with clients. Um, I do readings, and I also do coaching. Um, mostly what I've done the longest is readings, and I do intuitive readings for the most part. It's not just tarot. It's not just no tools. It's a mixture of the two. So I work with tarot cards, but I also work with oracle cards, and then I listen to my intuition as well. And I channel spirit um, and answer whatever questions the clients have. And it's not really a traditional kind of reading because when I work with, let's say, the tarot cards, um, there's mm -hmm. definitions, like there's traditional definitions to the cards, and I don't always follow the traditional definition. Um, my spirits, my guides will point out something that is completely, may completely not be on topic, <laughs> but it is <laughs> what the client needs to hear or what fits the, the reading of the moment. Um, and that's how my readings tend to go and tend to work. I've learned over the years that that the way my guides work. Um, yeah. So that's how my readings work. And I always like to leave my clients feeling more empowered and happier, even if the messages might be challenging sometimes. I always deliver honesty and transparency of all. That's my big goal for clients is to give them what they need to hear rather than sunshine and butterflies. <laughs> and I also yeah, coach as well. That's important. You know, it, it's, it's a tough, sometimes it can be a tough pill to swallow, but I think at the end of the day, everyone appreciates that sense of honesty. You know, when you do have access to a realm that maybe others just don't actively 
partake in or have that access to, you know, as naturally, it's kind of a responsibility, isn't it, to, to be able to convey that information as honestly, truthfully, and directly as possible. It's like uh, kind of part of the gig, I think. Yeah, and I feel it's like a very, um, it's a fine balance because clients come to you for information and they want to know where to go next or they want to know what we see. And I, I actually had a client not, not, not very long ago give me some kind of review that said something like, she gives you the bitter pill to swallow, but it's in your highest and best interest. <laughs> so it's something <laughs> like that. And I, I try not, I try to be very kind and soft about it, but at the same time, it's what they need to hear, you know, and I don't, I don't want to hurt anybody, but it, and that's very hard. I can feel the pain that as I deliver it, <laughs> that might be hurting the client, but they need to hear this to move forward. And that's why they've come to me. That's why their guides have pushed them to come to me, you know, and right. that's what I do. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. I actually take a lot of pride in that. So Mel, how long have you been doing this kind of work? So I've been doing readings for professionally for about seven years now. Um, I was trained, um, trained in it by a mentor in 2009. And I actually have been doing readings, like started doing readings for myself way back when I was 15. So we're talking, I don't know, over 25 years ago. Um, when I was just a kid, I was doing rune reading. I started doing rune reading. So it's progressed, like I said before. Um, but as a professional, you know, paid with clients, you know, I've been, it's been about seven, around seven years. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I asked that, you know, is because, and you can agree or disagree with me here. There seems to be a difference in the professional working with, you know, paid clients, versus doing it as a hobby or at home, I, I always feel that there's a, a little bit of a different energy, maybe a little bit more pressure uh, when you are working through the constraints of, you know, an exchange for like money um, or something of value for the information versus doing it as a hobby. There, there does seem to be a little bit of a lax uh, a lax kind of way of, of getting information. I know I have seen that. Is that something that you've noticed ever in, in your experience? Yes. It dep- I mean, it also depends on um, where you're working, <laughs> um, who true. you're working for, the type of energy of the place that if you're working privately for yourself, if you're working for a company, if you're, I, I have found that it, it varies greatly um, in, in my experience over time. And some places, yeah. some places I've worked for, it's, it's about, it's not about the client. It's not about integrity. It's about other things. And, and it's, it's, there's a big pressure of demand of performance. You just have to perform on demand and it's very stressful and it's not about the craft or your gift. And there's a lot of pressure where if it's yeah. for a friend or you're working privately, it's, it's enjoyable, you know, it's, it's, yeah. and that's what I love. That's, I love being able to help people. That's what yeah. I've got into this for. So it depends. You, you it definitely up, depends. 
You bring up a good point. I, I think this goes for any line of work. You know, the energy of your work environment definitely helps kind of influence, or if not greatly influence, you know, the energy that you put out in your, your own work. It, it's hard not to be influenced by what's around you. That's why I think yeah. especially people that are sensitive uh, have to take extra steps in kind of protecting their energy. I remember um, I had worked in a warehouse years ago and I had worked with somebody who was a little bit witchy, you know, and she always had certain little charms or things on certain scents and fragrances. And I always wondered why I'm like, why do these witchy people <laughs> always do these strange things? And now as I'm older, and, you know, I understand it more how click. sensitive. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. these are protection things. These are things for them. Like, this has nothing to do with a way of looking or a way of being. Maybe some people in the past. But for them, those people specifically, it was to really protect our energy. So I think any company, any work area, work environment you are, it can definitely influence um you know, the work that you put out, if you're working for, for example, you know, uh, uh, we'll say a nonprofit, you know, that really is dedicated to helping other people versus mm -hmm. a total capitalistic venture, you know, narcissistic boss kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, those energies are going to seep through at some point. It was even like that when I was teaching, there was a, there was a very toxic environment I was in. And the, mm -hmm. some of the school I was in it wasn't it was very stifling and I was that witchy crazy person that you're describing <laughs> so and I ended up leaving because I couldn't stand the lack of transparency it was I was stifled I couldn't share with families what I was told what I needed to share I felt like I felt very repressed and I just I had to leave I wasn't helping I was hurting I was being forced to lie to people and I just couldn't do yeah. it anymore so, yeah. Well, it's good. It's, it's good that you have this awareness of your energy and, and you kind of know right, what's working for you, what is not. So yeah. with this being said, now, when did you kind of first know that you had these, these abilities, this sensitivity? Well, it's funny that you say that because I know we talked about this before at one point. And mm -hmm. um, it, it's occurred to me even prior than what we discussed because I was that little girl that my mom always used to say, Oh, you're so sensitive. All you ever do is you cry about everything. <laughs> and I really was that girl I was that kid that cried about everything. I never understood sarcasm. I never, I was the kid that if they made a joke, I cried about everything. I followed the moon everywhere. Like I was a crazy kid. Um, but <laughs> as far as, connection to spirit specifically um my first spiritual experience or otherworldly experience so to speak was when I was around 13 it was like 12 13 years old um I grew I grew up in Rhode Island and it, I was a I liked to dance so tap jazz and ballet and we always put on mm -hmm. this little um, show at the end of the year and I, I was in we were in a theater a dance theater um, um, some kind of like performance theater and the lights went out and there was there was just an experience that happened that I was 
touched by literally a spirit and I was by myself. So I was touched by something and it turned out that this place was in, so this place was in Harrisville, Rhode Island and it was on the property later on, fast forward to 25 years, 30 years later. Um, it ended up being on the original property of the story of the conjuring, which ended up becoming a very famous story. Wow. But, yeah. That's a, that's a popular movie too as well. Yeah. With Ed and Maureen Warren and they uh-huh. had, you know, were very involved in it and the, the family was. Those creep me out. By, Those movies really creep me they were out. Real. They get it really under happened. my skin. That was, that yeah. makes sense that it like hits me in that way. Cause whew. My it's a goodness. true story. These people existed. The family existed. The the girl still the girl who wrote and the girl wrote I'm books about it right now. <laughs> yeah. So that property was originally 250 acres or something of farmland when when it all went down originally okay. when it all started, and the theater that I danced in <laughs> was part of that property was built on part of that property. And actually what I recently discovered, and I didn't find out until Halloween, because ghost, some, some random ghost hunter place did an investigation on that house on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, there's a river that is connected to the theater. There's a river and a waterfall right next to the theater. The river runs on the property of the house and it's all connected. (laughs) The river that's at, next to the theater runs by the house. So I'm still finding out more information to this day, 20 years later. Yeah. So, but wow. right after, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my God. And I was thinking of going there, but they opened some kind of, they, they were doing all sorts of chanting and rituals and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm never going there. I'm, all, I'm off that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all set with going there because they messed with something there and I'm good. I'm good. But, um, oh. yeah. So after that experience, because I was touched by something and I was by myself in a room and the light, the lights in that theater would go off all the time. Unexplainable. The electrician, mm-hmm. the electricians would check on it. They could never figure it out. And then as an adult, that theater is known as the Harrisville haunted theater. So, <laughs> um, there. after that, I started having <laughs> prophetic dreams. And I would have dreams that would feel different than regular dreams. And then they would happen. And I would tell my mom about it and be like, mom, I had a weird dream last night. And, and then they would happen. And she'd be like, something, something's up here. (laughs) Um, And I was probably around 13. And then shortly after that, I got into doing the runes and it just kind of (laughs) snowballed. And I was always that kid that asked more. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you were quite literally touched by spirit, like this almost awakened something. Well, I can't even say awakened because you said that you are always sensitive in some way, but maybe, maybe the spirits came to you in that way, those ghosts or entities or whatever they are. To wake me up. Because you are sensitive and to wake you up. Mm. Exactly. I think so. My family. Yeah, it runs in my family. Like, my mother has intuitive abilities. My great-grandmother was able to predict um, the birth of people's, uh, not the birth, the sex of people's children before they were born accurately Mm -hmm. every time. And we're talking in the 1920s. 
1930s, 1940s, okay. way before. Every time with 100% accuracy. So, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, but they were Catholic. So talk about repression. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah. It's against the oh, church, yeah. it's against the church, it's against the church, you know. So it does run in the family. It's just not, I, I think if they had practiced. A little in the closet, right? <laughs> yeah. If they, my mother's done a lot of, you know, intuitive stuff, but she just doesn't practice. I think if she had practiced, yeah. it would have really gone somewhere. But, yeah. yeah. You mentioned so, a few times. I just kind of want to ask you directly. Um, hmm. just, you know, for the listener's sake of knowing, uh, and you had said you had started around 13 or so, uh, where you are now, how have you seen your own abilities evolve over time from that, those first oh. prophetic dreams to where you are now? Sure. Um, so they really exploded when I started trying to work with the cards, um, cause the dreams, just started being predicting. And then um, when I started to work with the cards, it was right around the time, actually, I had a, a friend, a close friend pass away right around the same time. And I started working with the cards and it all kind of was like interwoven. And I don't know if it was related or not, but the messages started to come through like crazy. Um, I was saved from a car accident and then I knew it was him. And then my mother was saved from a car accident and I knew it was him. And then I started doing wow. the, the professional readings all at that same time. That's when I was trained and I was doing mm-hmm. the readings. And when I started doing the readings, you know, it was brand new. I didn't, when you start doing readings for people, you question everything. You're not sure if you're right. You don't know what you're doing. And sure. I started to have visions when I was doing readings for people and I didn't, that's when I was kind of freaked out. Cause I was like, what is this? <laughs> um, and I was getting visuals of when I was just talking to a client, a client asked me a question. I'll never forget the first time it happened. I was talking to a client and she asked me something like I was working on some kind of hotline. It was the very first professional job I had. And she asked me if she'd survive she was ill and she asked me something about seeing her son's graduation and she was worried about it. And I had said to her, yes, you will. I can see that you will. You need to take him to a place in uh, a nature place, a nature walk. But I could see this nature walk near my house that I went to all the time. And it flashed right in front of me, like in my mind's eye and my imagination. And I didn't, hmm. I've never had that ability before. So I was like, why am I seeing this specific place that I go to? She probably lives Mm -hmm. on the other side of the country or maybe the other side of the world. I can't tell her to go to this place. How am I going to explain this to her? And it had never Mm -hmm. happened to me before. So I'm trying not to get scared (laughs) or freak out and be professional and explain it to her. And I did. And she goes, oh, my God, my son's been asking me to go there for years. And I just haven't felt well enough to go there. I guess I have to go there now. And my mind was just like holy cow. And like, I was covered in goosebumps and just like, Mm -hmm. so, and then it just kind of blew up from there. After that, I predicted somebody was going to meet a doctor and I didn't know where that, it didn't come from the cards. It just Mm -hmm. popped into my head. And cause there's no, in tarot, there's no sign of a doctor. Like, where are you going to get that from? And (laughs) it just 
kept snowballing. It just, stuff just kept coming. The more I talked to clients, <clears throat> clients, the more, excuse me, the more it just kept coming through. The more I talk, the more the messages come. That's how my gift yeah. works. When I speak, it comes. It, it just, it just, I don't know. I can't even explain it. It just snowballs like that. Yeah, so it that's sounds where we're like at. A, like a snowball. <laughs> it sounds like a flow or some kind of channel almost that you get into that it's just when it's wide open, it's wide open and you probably I would I would go out on a limb and guess sometimes you just get right into the zone that you might not even remember <laughs> what no, no what I was don't specifically coming through. Yeah. Right. I forget that makes sense I with that channeling. <clears throat> yeah. I do. I totally forget. And I'll have clients call back and be like, do you remember when you told me this? And I'll be like, mm, <laughs> no, I told you that. Well, I'm glad it worked. Like, they'll be like, oh, you told me that I, he was going to call me on such and such date. And I'll be like, I did. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm so happy. <laughs> you know, I, maybe that works in your favor, right? Because you're like, well, I don't really remember, but I can tap in again and see what I feel now and see if it's the same or changed because I don't yeah. remember what I said last I have no reference of what happened in the past a lot of the time. Like, I don't, it doesn't stay. It just comes and goes. And it's kind of nice because at least then it doesn't stick with me, you know? Um, sure. The only time that is a big struggle is if I have a client and I find that it happens, you know, in, in the more negative world of, of when the lower energy, um, like we were talking about before, <laughs> That oh, sure. if somebody's trying trying to test me, or if mm-hmm. they don't want to hear the truth, um, if their energy is closed, then it doesn't flow well, and then it's like I'm not getting anything. Then it's like reversed, and there's some there's a block there for some reason, and it's just not. It's it's almost like hitting my head up against a brick wall. It's like I can't get through, sure. and I don't know why. And yeah. So that's sometimes there'll be some clients once in a while that it's just like trying to shake something loose that just isn't coming. So that does happen sometimes too. It's not, it's not a perfect science, but when it's a good connection, it's just like unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the information just flows. Well, you know, I think, I think we're all apt to be in one state or another, you know, we're not always in a perfect flow. I mean, life is always about us finding balance. I think we can easily find ourselves blocked off sometimes as well. But for you, if you feel comfortable answering, you know, is there anything that you do to help clients overcome that block? Or maybe is there something you can tell them now to be aware of so that that doesn't happen in the future? Um, well, a lot of times when a client comes to me or if they're, they're planning, um, I'll ask them to kind of have general questions in mind or to be open to what spirit or universe has for them. Because if they come with a closed mind or a closed heart, um, a lot of times that will get in the way, um, or if they, uh, I find it happens a lot if they come with asking for a general question, like a general reading, but they have something specific in mind and it's blocking because I'm not picking up on that, that can happen too. 
So it's sort of like if they're not ready for the truth or if they're not ready to hear what needs to be heard, that can block them. So it's, it's being open, being ready, mm-hmm. being in a place of love and acceptance and um, working on loving themselves and coming from a place of love, really. And that's hard. Oh, that's boy. really hard. That's tough. It, it, it takes time. Um, so I can, I also, that's what I do in coaching is work towards that. So almost being like, well, okay, I'm, I need some help. So how can I, what messages can I hear or what messages can we get to that can get me there? You know? So that's what I work on with my coaching clients as well is self love. And how do we get, how can we get to where we want to (laughs) go? What do we need to do? Yeah, that's always important. I think in every step of this work is understanding, realizing, you know, self-love. I think every advisor needs to have already an established practice. And I would even go so far as to say ritual of self-love. You know, if it's not something you're practicing every day, then how do you know that your energy is in the right space to even connect with another? I think what a lot Mm -hmm. of clients don't realize is that you know, when you come through on our phone line or in our chat or, you know, our computers, what have you, we're automatically, you know, sort of mirroring your energy because we're feeling it in ourselves, you know, or we're seeing it within our minds or we're pulling the cards. However, um, you know, we relate or whatever tools we use, we're directly mirroring your energy and what's going on with you. So I think just being conscious of, you know, your own state and where you are. Uh, and, and like I said in the beginning of the show, it's always beneficial in any kind of form of communication. But I think when you are going to psychic advisors and maybe people that don't have a specific gift of like, um, you know, penetrating deep in the core of people and, you know, really getting to that, that nitty gritty, if it is an energy thing, I think it's important that clients remember that, you know, they can only get out of something what they allow themselves to invest into it. So Uh, I would agree that, you know, being open really is an important part of getting the information that you truly need or that will truly affect you in a, in a positive way. You know, if you do remain open, I think, I think your, your energy will be so much able, more able to, to receive information. So I think that's great you brought that up. I think it's a, an important thing that people need to, to learn and, and realize as well. So in getting in gear towards our, our callers here that have been waiting patiently on the line, thank you for that. We will be taking your calls here in just a few moments. I want to uh, have them learn a little bit about the ways in which you read um, and, and when you connect with them. So what is your process when you connect with clients? Is there something that you do? Is there like a procedure or a ritual? You know, what is it that you do and the connections you make to allow you to know that you really are connected with that client? Mm-hmm. So it does, it definitely depends on how much time I have, um, for one. Like if I have an appointment with a client and I have time to sit beforehand, like right now we're going to be doing it on demand. So that's a totally different procedure. Um, mm-hmm. If I have time before, beforehand, I sit and meditate directly on that client. <laughs> and I take the time okay. to just focus in on that client, um, which is one thing I really like to do and see if I pick up any messages that need to come to that individual client. Um, but because 
you know, like I said, it's two different things. One is, oh, I have an appointment. I know this client needs a, is going to have a reading scheduled with me, so I do that. Um, that's one thing I do to get myself ready for the individual client because I know it's coming. But when I work like on hotlines or on demand and I know I don't know who's coming in, I do something a little different. So I'm like, I meditated before we did this because I knew we were going to be doing it, but I don't know who's going to be connecting with us. Right. With me. So what I typically do is before I get ready to do readings is I generally call in my guides and angels and I ask them and, and my ancestors, because I have a ton of ancestors that are in my lineage and I ask them to help me hear, see, feel, and know all of the messages that need to come in for in the highest and best interest for my clients, whoever they are that I'm going to be working for. And that, and I ask my higher self to help me um, relay these messages in the kindest way possible. Um, And then when the client, whoever that client is in the moment comes through and asks the question, I then take a deep breath. Sometimes I take three if I feel like I have enough time. Um, I try to take Mm -hmm. three deep breaths and then I shuffle the cards while taking these deep breaths and really ground myself because grounding is so important um, to make sure I connect with their energy. I shuffle my cards and lay them out and I take a moment to look them over before I even start talking because, and that's a huge reason that sometimes I'll put, lay the cards out and I look at the cards and I'm like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't right. Or something doesn't feel right. Um, there's been times in between clients cause they come in so fast that the cards are still picking up energy from the past client <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'll put the spread out and I'm like, mm, no, no, <laughs> this isn't, this is not your spread. I need to reshuffle. Hold on a second. And I, and I redo it. And then it's right. So I really make sure that this is the correct reading for the correct client and, and do that because um, I do not want lingering energy from a previous reading. Um, and I've sure. literally said to a client, sorry, say that. Go ahead. Oh, I said, sure. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Oh, sorry. You don't I want you were... any of that energy yeah. coming around. Um, that doesn't happen very often, but it did happen to a a regular client of mine that I work with on the regular and I saw the cards and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) These are not your cards. Um, so I've learned to really trust my intuition. And then once, you know, that doesn't happen very often, but it has happened sometimes if I have, you know, 15 readings in a row, it can happen Mm -hmm. with lingering. I also stage between readings if I have the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, once I have the cards out, I will then start with the reading and I ask the client, does this connect? Does this make sense? And like, I'll start with a card or two things or a few things and see if it makes sense to them. And if it does to verify, validate, then I continue with the reading, but I like to connect with the client and interact and make sure, am I on track? Does this sound right? right. Does this feel right? Um, just to be sure, just to yeah. double check that it's on track. 
So well, that's to about... me, it almost sounds it almost sounds like you are initiating some kind of psychic intuitive connection right away because when you say that you had pulled cards, you know, in the past before that didn't match the energy of the client, it, it just sounds like the cards really are a way of I don't know, it almost sounds like you're bookmarking the energies or the points that need to be made. Does that make sense? Am I am I getting it wrong here? Because mm-hmm. it sounds like no, you're already yeah. connected to them psychically. If uh, you can yeah, feel. I also get their name. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, I, I connect okay. to the energy from the name. The name is okay. huge. I, the name of the person, or if they're asking about a person, whoever this other person is, their name. If they're asking about a job, the name of the job. It's the name, the vibration of the energy of the name is so that's like, if I don't have that, I can, I can do the reading, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not as clear. It's not, it's, it's yeah. a lot foggier for me than, you know, it's, oh, it's Tom and can you read for Tom or whatever. Right. Um, right. It, it, it's like immediate, like I pick up on names and birthdays are very helpful too. Um, but names and it's like, go, it's go time. If I have a name, I can do it for the most part. It's pretty, it's pretty solid with names. Yeah. So what would be your personal specialty? Is there anything that you feel more skilled at or something that you like doing more? Like what would be considered, you know, Mel's specialty? Well, (laughs) I have the most experience in relationship reading. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I have the most experience in relationship readings just because that's what tends to come to me the most. Um, mm-hmm. what, what seems to, I, I don't know if it's just my vibration <laughs> that puts it out there, but I, mm-hmm. I tend to attract relationship readings the most. Um, I do career readings too. I've done plenty of those and helped people with life purpose. Um, and soul purpose. And, um, I've actually helped somebody figure out what their psychic gifts are. That was actually really fun. Um, and, and I've helped people. Oh, I also do manifesting as well. I teach people how to manifest things. Um, I was teaching workshops about that. And then I actually, um, funneled down. So now my big specialty around that is, and we already mentioned this a little bit, is the self-love. So to manifest anything in our world, we have to be able to conquer or at least (laughs) have a little bit of (laughs) self-love in there. And so I really focus on teaching clients where they can work on for self-love what they need to work on for self-love and teaching them how to release things that are not great for them in self-love. And so I do readings around that as well. Um, But yeah, relationship mostly in general. Yeah. Yeah. So one last question here before we get to our callers again, thank you all for hanging on so patiently. Um, The last question is, you know, you kind of answered this earlier, but just to ask directly, what is your, ultimate goal in working with clients? What do you want them to walk away from a session with you uh, feeling? Um, well, mostly, I mean, I want them to feel empowered. 
I want them to have tools that they feel like they can use. Um, I want them to feel like they had, have the truth. <laughs> and I want them to at least have some closure from whatever it was that they had a question about. Walking away feeling like they had some, an- they had some answers. That's, that, those are the, you know, those are the real short answers, but yeah, I, I want to help them. I want them to feel like, okay, I have some answers now. Okay, this is what I need to do. Some next steps of where to go next. And um, I think we had talked about this at one point, um, you and I. I don't think we talked about it on, on here. Um, but I really like to empower them to make their own decisions of what to do next. Yeah. Um, I don't like to give the clients the answer of what do you do, do this. Um, It's more like I like to give them choices because we all have our own free will and it's up to the client what they do next. So I like to give them the options to look like, okay, this is what it's going to look like if you do this. Now Mm -hmm. you can decide. And that's what I like, how I like to empower them. Perfect. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It does a hundred percent. You know, I think we all have our own missions, but a lot of them do center around helping other people. And I, I just, I think that's an important step for them to be able to take something away from it instead of just, you know, getting some answers. Sure. But you know, is that going to make the soul feel fulfilled? You know, what, what kind of gives them that energy and that sense of empowerment I do feel is something that does that. So I definitely, you know, respect and commend that kind of work as well. So for those that are listening, um, where would they be able to find you? Where could they get in touch with you, you know, if they wanted to do so, to contact you privately? So I have my own website. Um, it is melsdivinationreadings.com. Um, I also have a Facebook um, with the same name, Mel's Divination Readings. And I have an Instagram um, with the same thing, Mel's Divination Readings. I believe <laughs> it's, I, it's something <laughs> like that. I, I think I'm not sure if it, it's divination readings or if it's divination reading without the S, but um, yes, it's, if you go to my website, Mel's divination com, which I think you might include in, did you include that in the, in the episode? Um, yeah. I did put it in the, the link yeah. in the description. Yep. Yeah. Um, my, you can get to my Facebook and my Instagram. It's linked on in my website. So, and, or I can be contacted through email, which is the same thing, Mel's Divination Readings at gmail.com. So, and I offer private readings and I also offer private coaching sessions as well. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing, you know, yourself and, and some information about us. So, uh, let's kind of jump over and switch gears to taking some calls here, connecting with people, you know, seeing who we can help, who we can empower um, this Absolutely. evening. So sure. what we'll do here, everyone, is we will call you out. Uh, I'll call you out by area code uh, in the order that you have been called in. So if you've been here for a moment, thank you for, for spending your time and being patient and getting on air. Um, but your your patience will pay off because you'll be – uh, one of the first to get a reading here. So we'll call you on by area code. I'll have you introduce yourself. Uh, tell us where you're you're kind of calling from and your part of the world. And then we'll have you ask your question. And then we'll jump in and be able to 
to connect here with you. Um, if she needs to ask you any questions or anything, or if she needs you to open up, give her a name or, or what have you, you know, just work with her a little bit. She's here to help you. Uh, we're going to stay away from any kind of legal or medical questions for the evening. You know, I'll speak for myself. I am not a litigation professionalist or um, practitioner of the healing arts, meaning I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, I am not any kind of tech or anything like that. So uh, it would be out of my scope and uh, not the appropriate place to seek guidance in that way. Of course, I can tell you certain energies of things, how things may, you know, end up as a result, but, you know, we're not here to diagnose. We're not here to uh, create verdicts or anything of that nature. So we'll leave it to, you know, personal questions, relationships, travels, location, career, uh, money, finances, business, you know, all those other things are, are free range uh, for us to connect with and speak out about. So uh, we will call you on by area code and then uh, we'll connect here and have you ask your question and see if we can get you some information. First, let's all just center ourselves for a moment. Well, everybody, if you are safe to do so, go ahead and close your eyes real quick. Taking a nice deep breath in through the nose. And exhale through the mouth. Just allow yourself to feel grounded and centered, being in the here and right now. Ah, all right. That always shifts my energy a little bit, and I, I always love walking through it with everyone because I can feel uh, certain energy linking to those same little roots that I plant down. So thank you for doing that. All right, Mel, if you're ready, uh, we'll take our first call here. Sure. I am ready. All right. Again, thank you all for holding so patiently here. Our first call is going to be from area code 920. 920, thank you. You are live and on the air. Please tell us your name where you're calling from today. Hi, good evening. Thank you for taking my call. My name is Penny, and I'm calling from Wisconsin. Hi, Penny. Hi, Penny. Hi. Hello. How can we help? I am wondering, actually. I was glad to hear the stuff that Mel was sharing earlier. Um, I do have a relationship question, wondering if you see something long-term. I've been through a lot. I think I've grown a lot. I'm at a new point in my life and wondering if something good is coming around the corner that would be a long lasting something. Okay. So you're currently yes. single? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Give me just one second to connect your energy. Let's see what's coming up for Penny. Okay. Actually, it looks like you've been doing a lot of work, girl. Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. I have. I see it. Mm. Oh, you've been doing a lot of releasing. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. So, Cutting out. Yeah, I, can, oh, yeah. I can feel it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, good for you, first of all. I am so proud of you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot. I can see it. Okay. So, you are coming into a place of contentment. Yeah, you're, you're solid as far as stable. Stability is coming in like now. Um, so I see you really almost like if you think of a box, but not boxed in, I see you standing on top of this box. Like it is supporting you. And I see you in a place that 
you are really rocking out life now. You have built this foundation for yourself um, energetically and in your life now that you have ushered in all this positive energy. You've attracted all of it in the sense that you're like a magnet now. You've raised your vibration. You've healed all this negative muck. I just see like mud <laughs> being washed yes. out of you. Like as if you just filtered out all this, I can't even describe it with words, but all of this just as if it was a filtration system and it's just pouring out. So where are we going from here? That was the big question. We have the King of Cups coming into you. And now the King of Cups is this man who is, oh, he is just so, he's what you need. He is somebody who is trustworthy. He's compassionate. Um, he is really going to be the kind of man that you need to, to teach you it is okay to love again. Um, hmm. Wow. Yeah. He's going to show you it's okay. He's going, and, and you're going to be like, is this real? <laughs> is this real? <laughs> I I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't yeah, believe I that. Um, because you're the one challenge that I see here is you are so used to being strong and independent that you're going to, you, you could potentially, if you're not careful, push him away. So I want you to be careful there. Um, okay. But this is coming very soon because this is in your current energy. We're talking mm -hmm. ooh, yep. eight of wands, <laughs> moving fast, delays are over, everything's going to start happening at once. I'm talking like within a month, maybe less. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> We're talking like now. <laughs> We're talking now time frame, okay? Um, okay. So I don't want I don't want to scare you. I don't want to freak you out. But it's coming no, and it's excited. coming soon. Yeah, That's and it's awesome. yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really really good. And the future is an exciting opportunity. It's like change your life now. It's gonna flip your life upside down, but it's in a good way. We have the Ace of Wands, and it's like taking a match to a fire. It's gonna spark up your whole life, sweetie. Ooh. Wow, yeah. Mel. Is this going to be a long-lasting thing that this could this could be what I waited for? Well, we have the chariot scooting forward, so I feel like it looks like it's going to be something that is going to bring you longevity. And we have the Wheel of Fortune, and he's going to make tons of effort. So I can tell you, at least in this spread, what I'm seeing it's going to be something that is going to change your life. Yeah. I would say. Wow. Long term. Or at oh, least. No. At least in the spread that I have. So I don't want to say forever only because I can only see so far. And we all have free sure. will. You know. Right. So I don't, I don't want to promise 100% yes. But it does look like this is going to be. A good deal for you oh, for now, for what, for so what I can say. That's yeah. awesome. I'm just happy to know it's finally. Wow, like you said, I've I feel I've been through the ringer, and I feel I'm a whole new person than I used to be, even just a year ago this time. 
Yeah. So this just feels really good. I feel like I need this. So yeah. Oh, Mel. Yeah. Great news. Yeah. yeah. And I don't. I, wanna... I don't want you to lose sight. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> I don't want you. I, I'm almost done. I don't want you to lose sight of taking care of you, though. In the meantime, don't get so swept up in this that you forget you. Keep up that self care okay. work. Okay. Because we do we'll that, do. especially yeah. women. We do that. We get yep. lost in the relationship. <laughs> And we get so excited that we forget about ourselves. So keep up that self-care, okay? Okay. okay. I'm done. Sorry. That's, Go ahead, Brandon. That's definitely solid <laughs> advice. I just wanted to finish up here, Penny, uh, and tell you, you know, the energy that I felt as well. It really feels directly in line um, with what Mel is picking up as well. When I first tapped into your energy, the first thing I noticed is that there is this kind of, it feels like you've been in, quote, unquote, emotional limbo, and it feels like you've definitely took the time to cut off specific energies and even people um, that were either feeding off of you or not going anywhere or just not, you know, producing any energy that kind of moved you to your goals. So it does feel like you really went through and kind of cut through what you needed to and took what, you know, was important. When I asked specifically about, you know, what is to come in your live life, what I am showing is that quite a a solid, defined uh, person comes into your energy. And the way that spirit shows it to me is that it's just, it's a very dreamy like energy. So I'm totally in agreement here um, with what Mel is picking up here with her cards as well, that, you know, it's like something like a, a dream come true. Like it really genuinely fits. Uh, it does seem like the two of you complement one another. Well, there's like quite a bit of good yin and yang energy. The one thing, um, you know, that, that you were talking about before, about like the whole long-term, the one thing that I do feel, I do feel that, you know, this is going to be a long-term connection, but the one thing I'm feeling that could be a little bit of a test or a difficulty is that it feels like he has some kind of connections to external sources and this energy what it reminds me of is like him being pulled to go to different places so somebody maybe that travels what this energy really reminds me of is like somebody who's in like the the armed forces reserves and they like it's totally unexpected the way that they get called out where they have to go somewhere so it kind of reminds me of that energy that it feels like that potential uh, could happen and with the way that I feel this person's energy, them being solid and defined, and, you know, they just have their stuff together, uh, being stable, it, it, it could very well be very uh, similar in that nature. But <clears throat> I think even despite all the travel, yeah, of course, you know, that's going to be a difficult moment for any connection, any relationship, you know, when you're so close um, to, to have that space and that time apart and missing one another, it's always tough. Uh, but I think it's actually going to really provide the two of you an amazing platform to strengthen the bond and the connection. What Spirit keeps showing me is that the foundation, everything that it's all built on, is going to be the most important element. So I think that's why you needed to have this time to clean up everything that was going on and then restabilize yourself. So that way when you, you know, build that connection, that foundation together, you build those first blocks of the connection, they remain really, really solid. You know, that's like kind of in the inverse, it's like going in and trying to, you know, build a, a, a building on a house of cards, you know, that's not going to, that's not going to really hold up well, you know, if you're not in a good energy, you're not in a good space, but you took that time, you know, whether you felt like you wanted to do it, or if you felt like it was kind of forced on you, either way, you know, that time was invested. Uh, and it seems like 
it really is paying off. Like it was invested well. You didn't do things that were too hasty. You know, you, you allowed it to take its time, which I think is really paying off. Again, with the timing, it feels, what I'm being shown is that December um, is when you'll likely see the connection. But again, it could happen sooner because it feels like it's literally right around the corner. And it reminds me of, as I see this, like when the two of you, that, that initial meeting and that connection, the way in which you meet seems really important. And then this time of year also seems really, really important too. It's like being around the holidays, it kind of always will bring that sense of refreshing energy into your connection, that kind of new vigor, if you will. The biggest energy that I keep feeling is just harmony and balance uh, between the two of you. So it really feels like Mel and I are picking up on the exact same energies because as soon as she was saying, oh, yeah, it's right there, I'm just like, yes, 100%, like, really, really get ready for this. Like, it's, <laughs> it's right around the corner. So I think you're you're in a great space. I think you've done great things for yourself. So, um, yeah, you, you've, you've, you deserve the reward in all honesty. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited. Welcome. I can't wait. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Good well, luck with your waiting. Come back. Call us again. Tell us, you know, about all the, the beautiful moments that you get to have and all the meetings. Yeah. We'd love to be updated. Love to hear, you know, these, I will. these successes. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Oh, my gosh. You just you just made me so happy just hearing this news and getting excited about this. Well, thank you. You're That's awesome. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you. You guys, too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Oh, I love that. You know, we were talking earlier about having to give the truth and having to give tough news sometimes. And I think I, I love, you know, giving out great news. And I don't mind giving out bad news either because ultimately it's, 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 what is true, and that's what, you know, the, the, the sitter, the client, the querent, whatever you refer to them as, you know, that's what they're uh, needing. That's what they're looking for, whether it's bad or good. Right. And I'm always excited, um, you know, to be able to bring them information that they're needing. But, you know, I will agree uh, that it is easier to give some, some happier news. You know what I mean? It's, it's always. Right, because um, you feel they're either. Yeah, right. Right. Well, you feel their late, you feel their pain, and you feel their excitement. Yeah. So you, it's easier to give them the good news because you feel the happiness. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why very it's true. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for calling in and sharing your energy with us. Definitely appreciate that. Yes. All right. So let's get to our next caller here again. Thank you all for holding on patiently. Um, we're going to go to area code 858. I saw you're in our chat here. 858, you're alive and on the air. Please oh, hi. Thank you so much. My my phone is losing battery, so I, I'm so glad that you could oh, take my phone oh. call. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Hello. Where are you calling from? My name is Anne. Hello. <laughs> hi, Anne. How can we help you? Um, do you see a meaningful uh, long-term relationship for me? Either your person or someone I know, I just want to okay. show. A long-term relationship. All right. Let's see. Let's connect to you and see what comes up here. 
getting is it looks like you are in a place where you've been struggling with trying to get into a relationship for a while it's like we have the challenge card for me here is the ace of cups so it's like you've been wanting to fall in love wanting to fall in love and it just has been it's almost like you're stuck is what I've been feeling, what I'm feeling here. Does that sound right? Do you feel stuck? I feel stuck actually for other reasons because this year was extremely difficult for many other reasons. Okay. And I'm working on these issues. It has no relation. I'm stuck in every, every actually work? everywhere. Are you I'm stuck, stuck in work too? Because I see work. Well, work, a- no. I'm okay with work. I'm just, no, it's not my concern at this time. There are some other issues. Um, okay. All right. Um, let me see. All right. Because work's coming up in here, but it could be also. I was planning to well to take early retirement, honestly, but it's okay. I'm I'm not upset about this. It's not on my mind, and I was just thinking about this, but I'm not looking for for promotion or anything. No. Okay. All right. So I do feel that there's somebody that's waiting for you, but I feel like it's going to be like a challenge for you to get there because the reason why I'm saying this is I'm having an issue with like this situation around the seven of pentacles. And it's like a pause in the situation. You're very worried about things. And then you need to move forward, but it's like you're stuck. So it's sort of like this very mixed energy. Um, Yeah, my guys have me jumping all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, I know. uh, I am worried about situation, but it's, it's something regarding my mom and issues regarding her mostly like legal issues that I'm not even going to ask. Oh, um, so I'm that, worried that about this why. really much. It's Is that what's on your mind me. right now? That could be why yes, I'm jumping all over on, the place. Yes, it was on my mind, and I know it's imminent, so that's just the legal situation with my mom that uh, health, your health okay. issue. Well, it's really complicated, believe me. But. Okay, that could be why my guides are all over the place. Because I'm picking up on something. They're not letting me see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, because you're showing up as like you feel helpless. Yeah, I couldn't even find an attorney, so I have to go to the court myself because of. Okay. Okay, let's breathe. Let's take a deep breath for a minute because I'm having trouble connecting with this. It's like we're very scattered right now. Take a deep breath with me, okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, so 
what I feel like is happening here is you're feeling really alone in this situation. You're feeling very like there's a lot of fear and that's when I'm having trouble breaking through. So as far as meeting somebody, because that's what was clouding it. It's, it's all this other stuff that's clouding the energy. I'm, that's why I'm having trouble seeing what's going on. So as far as meeting somebody, I do feel that there is going to be somebody, but I feel like you got to get through this other junk first. It's like this is blocking mm-hmm. it. That's what I, I feel. It's is not happening. going to take a long time because the proceedings go very fast. I would say one month at the most, we will be done either way. So well, I'm hoping by Christmas I will be done because the they filed the petition on Tuesday. The, the hearing is tomorrow, so they're moving really fast with that. Okay, they need to make a fast decision. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, mm-hmm. I don't feel like just that activity needs to happen I feel like emotionally it's blocking you so like you need to you need to heal that because what I'm seeing is is that there's a lot of self-nurturing that you're neglecting like there's self stuff that is needs healing it's like you need to master your own emotions first because I see your heart is locked up that's what I'm seeing so until you can open that your heart chakra that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing like a cage around your heart chakra. And that's what's blocking. It's like a block around your heart chakra at the moment, only because of all the pain that you're going through. Um, and it's blocking this ability to bring this person in. And I do see somebody. And that's why I was like, oh, I see this block of, of love coming in. Do you remember I said that at the beginning? So... What's happening is, is it's preventing you from manifesting this relationship because all this other junk, it's like spiritual, energetic chaos. And it's sitting in the way of you being able to bring in this positive stuff. It's lowering your vibration because you're stressed. And that is very reasonable. Um, It makes sense for you to be stressed. I don't want you to think that I'm passing any kind of judgment here because you're going through a lot of stuff and you feel very alone and you feel very isolated here. Um, There's, there's something showing up that you feel like you don't have a lot of options. You feel kind of hopeless right now. You feel like you can't be that you don't have a lot of help. And I feel like you need to make a, you know, you need to clear away what doesn't work for you and you need to make objective decisions but it's really struggling. And because of all of this worry, it's stopping you from being able to have this high vibration. And that is what's blocking the potential of Uh, love. Let me ask you this. Um, Definitely I will be done by this situation. I'm a really strong person and I, I can separate things and just be positive and do things for fun too, even if I know it's been long term. Do you see this person is coming like soon? Because I I really want to to go somewhere and just enjoy life and just forget about this stuff because it's impossible to be in this stuff forever. It will be done really quickly. So do well, you think that this new love may be coming in December, January, or or later, or it's an I, old love? I just don't know. I see somebody coming in, but it feels like it's gonna be a a little while because he's showing up in your energy, but it feels like it's still going to be 
I'm trying to figure out what the time frame would be. Um, let me see for the time frame. I feel like it's going to be at least three or four months before you meet him. It it's going to be a little while. Yeah, it makes sense. But this situation, I, I just need to get over with this probably yeah. by December because I'm really being, I'm pushed to make some decisions as soon as possible. So I, it cannot be forever. Yeah, it's going to be a while before you meet somebody because uh, it's going to be several months at least because you need to heal all this stuff, get through it, and then move forward before this, this man can come in. And it's a you new know, person. He's a new person? It's a new person. person. New person? Yeah. I, I don't but feel do like you think someone is positive or someone like, do you think that we will have a good connection or it will be just someone that I shouldn't even be very excited um, I feel like it's going to be somebody that will help you get through. I don't feel like it's going to be a, um, I don't feel like it's going to be an everlasting relationship. I feel like it's going to be somebody that's going to help you get through to the next level. So it's kind of like something that I don't feel like it's going to be a fling, but I feel like it's going to be a relationship that's going to help you heal and it's going to help you move forward and it's going to help you get to where you need to go. So it's going to be sort of like um, somebody you can lean on, somebody that can make you feel better and make you not feel so alone, somebody who does care about you, and then it'll serve its purpose. It's going to be kind of like a relationship that has a purpose to help you move forward in life. Hmm. Does that make sense? If you don't mind here. <clears throat> yeah. I want to, I want to jump in, uh, sure. kind of say sure. what I'm connecting mm-hmm. with, what I'm feeling. So, and I'm specifically just connecting to your love life, you know, your heart space, what's going on around you, the people that connect with you. The first thing that spirit shows me right away is that it's as if you've been in this strange void of repeating this, this path pattern it's like same people have been attracted to you over and over again and it always feels like there's some kind of a he in in some way goes through some kind of a breakdown and then either lashes out and gets too dramatic or too crazy um and then it all kind of gets laid on you like i feel like you have had to take so many people's pains so much of their own issues and it's like you i I feel you really kind of pleading questioning when is somebody going to, you know, take me in the way that I have given myself to others? So it feels it's like it's been my family. Of... They cause me lots of problems in the this year. Believe sure. me, my family, they, they all ask me for help. And at this point, I just telling myself, I have to stop. That's it. I need to take care yeah. of my own life. Yeah. And this is a huge shift for yourself. Huge shift. What I'm seeing, and I feel like it goes in line with what Mel is picking up as well. But what I'm seeing is I'm there are two people that are coming into your life. In a few months, like next year, earlier next year, I'm feeling around like end of winter, around springtime, so that's around like March-ish, um, is when I feel this new person coming in, the energy feels it's like youthful. It has this beautiful childhood innocence in the way that it pulls out these young, happy, vibrant, jovial energies between the two of you. It feels like a distant connection. Uh, so maybe you had met traveling or 
you know, maybe he travels or something, because spirit shows me that this ex this connection extends and it's able to sustain even long distances. But I don't feel like it's going to be some long distance relationship. I do feel that the two of you are going to be close. But the point being is that you'll cover a lot of ground. And I even mean that geographically, whether it's traveling, uh, going, you know, uh, even separate places and then meeting up again, you know, together in one. There's a, a very broad energy that this connection encompasses. But I don't feel that coming in right away. I feel another person coming in, and it very well could be somebody from your past. And this is where I feel like that is that final line for you where you're like, okay, I am done connecting with these kind of people. I am setting my foot down, kind of like how you said you're doing with your family. It feels like that energy is taking itself on. And this is where I feel the healing that Mel is talking about coming in. There's a certain, there's a certain finesse that you'll be taking with your own emotional awareness and your projections, meaning, you know, what's given off, what you give up the other people and what you say for yourself. There's a beautiful finesse of protecting yourself and being vulnerable at the same time. I know it sounds like a contradiction, but I, trust me, I, I know you're going to see it, you're going to feel it, you're going to be able to exercise that. And it's after that disconnection with the next person that leads you into this new relationship, one that I actually do feel is a longer term. Again, remember, I feel that the energy of that relationship in like March, uh, March time frame being something that is really broad. So uh, it feels really important that you understand that this connection goes beyond any sense of physical. Of course, there will be physical connection, but you're going to see it more mentally and even psychically. Like the two of you are going to have this strange psychic connection together where you can feel one another, you know, you can, you, you can sense each other's energy and presence, you can sense their emotions. <clears throat> so that aspect of it feels really, really important. But again, there's a lot of that beautiful uh, childhood youth to it as well. It's like you, you feel kind of young again being around each other and you feel this, it's, it really feels like an excitement for life. So I feel like, you know, if you're aware of this information now, perhaps you could even avoid this, you know, relationship that's probably coming or this connection that's coming in the next month or so. Um, but it's up to you. You know, sometimes we need to live out these things. Sometimes it's important to live out even the, the, the connections that won't last forever for something that we need to learn or like Mel was saying, like temporary support or somebody to lean on for that moment. Um, but that's definitely up to you. You know, you, you use your own discernment there. Uh, we lost. Oh, no, she's still there. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm here. So, um, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. There is some friends, male friends from the past. They're actually helping me with this situation. They're giving me mm -hmm. advice. They they connected me to their friends. They're giving me that. They, so they do help me somehow. Like we're not dating. We're not seeing each other. But, yeah, there are a couple dates from my past that are helping me here and there. Again, there is no yeah. dating. There is no yeah. romantic relationship. But they're helping me emotionally to get through this even communicating with email and, and telling me how they would think I, I should, what should I do and whom I need to connect with this situation, it helps a lot. Awesome. I think uh, taking this information in conjunction with, you know, what you're already seeing with these connections from the past, if they try any funny business, just be like, oh, no, you know, I'm not, not in that place yet. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not quite there. Let's just, you know, let's remain friendly how we 
you are, and you know, I appreciate your help, et cetera, et cetera. It's up to you. You know, yeah. you're what you want to. You, you follow your feelings. And this but new love I that you're saying. That. Uh, mm-hmm. And this new love in March is it going to be like younger than me, or just useful energy? It's. I just keep feeling youthful energy I, when I'm looking and I see within my mind this person. It looks like I do see like some slight wrinkles, but I see them mostly around the eyes and I see them right around the mouth, which just shows me in all honesty, this, these, these seem like smile wrinkles, you know, somebody that experiences and expresses emotions on the face. Um, so it's not that they look older. I, I think it's just, they have, you know, they've been through some experiences. They've, they've, they've had time on earth, but a very, very and, useful and- energy on and you think that this relationship will last, like, it won't be, like, one or two months or something? No, it will last oh, longer. Oh, I feel like you two are going to be connected for quite a long time. I mean, if not mm-hmm. an entire lifetime. Like, this feels like in some way, shape, or form, the two of you will always have this connection. So uh, I feel like this is something that does last, yes. It would be good to have a boyfriend or someone like that. <laughs> so I won't be alone. Yeah, someone to to help bring your spirits up, you know, to help take, alleviate all this pressure that you, you know, are forced to carry often. I, I think absolutely it would be good for you to have that, that symbiotic complementary, you know, connection with somebody. Totally agree. I feel like it's around the corner. I think you just got to hunker down, honestly. I'm not sure what part of the world you're in, but maybe hunker down for the rest of the winter, you know, up until uh, Pisces time. And then once once the Piscean energy starts coming out, I think that'll be a good time for you to open up, be vulnerable. And again, in case you're unaware, you know, that's in, in March of 2020. So I think you're in all the right energy, honestly. And um, I think just the one thing to remember, like Mel is saying, is really, really focus on that healing, you know, for your own self. Um, use that finesse, like I was talking about, of, you know, protecting your own emotions and your heart, you know, not letting your energy get drained to a certain point, and then know when is the right time to be vulnerable. Really allow yourself to feel that out, you know, who's going to be that that fun, youthful, strong, and even psychic and emotionally connected connection? You know, who's going to be that? And if they don't even match up to those few things, then, you know, maybe allow yourself to close it off and let them show you, you know, let them show you who they really are. Um, that way, you know, you, you just kind of keep your energy protected all while being open at the same time. It's a beautiful finesse. I really feel like you're going to do it. I feel like you'll be able to do this easily. Because um, it feels like you, you do this for everyone else. You keep balance for everybody else. So I think it's definitely Yeah, this to, year was especially difficult. With, so. And I can't wait until this year goes away. <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's difficult since done. January. Mm-hmm. We're almost out of it. We're almost out. So hang in there. So I hope that the, the next there. year will be much better. I absolutely think it will be. For whatever reason, it just feels, the next year feels synchronized um, for everybody. But I think of your energy in specific. What, what's your, um, if you don't mind, your date of birth? Like, what's your sun sign? Your, oh, your I'm Gemini. Sign? I'm Gemini. A Gemini, of course. So you're on, like, both sides of the coin all the time, right? You're seeing, you're seeing so many different aspects of life within your mind that other people barely perceive, you know, with just their eyes. And next year, it seems like all those two become one. There's, a, there's like I said, synchronization. There's a sense of union um, with 2020. I mean, 2020, look at the, even the number patterns as well. Um, 
it really kind of denotes this this strong feeling of unification uh, next year. And I think you're going to be able to see that clearly around you, but also in your own life where things just feel like, oh, finally, like, oh, finally, I've gotten a break, like, and I needed this. So it feels like, honestly, this really is going to be a good year for you. So hang in there. You're almost you're almost there. You're almost out of it. We just got out of Mercury retrograde. Thank goodness. So you won't have oh, yeah, to do that anymore. The <laughs> there was lots of delays, but <laughs> I'm, and, and it affects Jim and I very much. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, hang in there, uh, Anne. Thank you for coming in tonight. I'm glad you got through and that you're able. Thank to you so much. Us. I really appreciate it. It's a wonderful program and show, and I hope that you will continue into the next year. I was listening for a couple of shows. Really. Readings and, and the information that you are sharing and your guests, it's been a pleasure to listen to your program. That's very humbling. Thank you, Anne. I appreciate that. Thank you and for I your readings, also. You're welcome. Right, Thank, have a you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you both. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh. Oh my goodness, I. I understand those those challenges and those difficulties. I I know when you know sometimes things just totally feel out of sorts and out of sync. My goodness, that is that is a tough moment. Yeah. Whew. Well, Mel, we're almost out of time here. So what we're gonna do? We have another caller. We have another caller on the queue. Caller, if you do want a reading, uh, go ahead and press one on your phone and you will be put into the queue. Otherwise, you're just listening, and that's totally okay. Uh, But we are about to run out of time on live air, so if any other callers want to have a reading, uh, they'll put... Okay, thank you, caller. All right, so we'll do one more reading here. But, Mel, before we get off of live air and finish up this reading in the stream, if you don't mind, um, just remind people again where they can connect with you, where they they can find you and contact you, you know, if they want to work with you privately. Yes. So my website is melsdivinationreadings.com, M-E-L-S-D-I-V-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, readings, R-E-D-A-R-E-A-D-I-N-G-S.com. Sorry. It's, it's, it's linked in the – I'm trying to talk fast before we run out of time. It's linked in the blog um it's linked in the description for the blog and my facebook is the same as well and so is my instagram and it is all on my website i also have an email and it's at gmail.com same thing thank you so much (laughs) yeah so i wanted to uh, for all of you that are listening in online if you want to finish listening to the show or have a chance to uh, well, we're going to do one reading, but if you want to finish in, you can call in to the show and hear the rest of the program or hear it in the archives. Again, if you are listening, you can listen to your show over again. Just listen to the show, you know, under your date that you came onto the show on Apple, on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. You can download your episode or just listen to it streaming from your device. Hear your reading over again. If there are things maybe you missed, I know sometimes on air it can be a little bit intense or, you know, move a little quickly. So, Uh, You can listen to your reading over again. All right, so we'll take one more reading here. Uh, Again, thank you for waiting patiently uh, to everyone that has has tuned in and listened. We'll do one more, and that's going to be area code 925. Hello, 925, you're alive and on the air. Please tell us your name, where you're calling from today. Hi, my name is Debbie. I'm calling from the San Francisco Bay Area. 
Hi, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Hi. Okay. So I was calling because I, this has been like one of the roughest years of my entire life. And um been going through really bad things, car accidents, like multiple divorce, um, health issues. Um, but I, I'm managing through, so, but, so I'm wondering if next year will seem a little bit better and um, if the relationship that I'm in right now, if that's a smart move. Okay. Um, so you're asking uh, for us to look into the relationship that you're currently in? Uh, well, no, that, that's the, the ex that's going through a divorce right now. But I met someone, I know it's, it's, in my mind, I know it's too soon. So I don't know what your take would be. Oh, about about the new person? Yes. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to be clear on the question. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's the new person's name? Paul. Paul? P-A-U-L? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay, let me just connect to the energy there, and I'll tell you what I pick up. Okay, pause, and... Future Paul, potential of Paul. All right. So, what it's looking like. Okay. So, what's coming up here around him is it looks like he is. I'm getting that he's interested, but. I'm not sure if I'm really loving his energy. And I want to make sure that I'm definitely clear on this before I start talking about it. Okay. So he shows up as somebody that is is definitely interested in you. Um, I have... For the basis of everything, he shows up as he wants to date you. He shows up as somebody who wants to talk about things with you because we have the Empress card and the Lover's card. card. We, have, we have the Page of Wands with exciting news and exciting date, and exciting opportunities. Um, the reason why I'm concerned is... He doesn't look like somebody that I would necessarily completely trust. Um, We have the Five of Swords around him. And to Mm -hmm. me, the Five of Swords is something that he's some, the Five of Swords is typically somebody who is very, I wouldn't necessarily say untrustworthy, but it's something that they don't always, think of others 
so he's somebody who's kind of self-focused. He's somebody who can be a little bit selfish. Um, He doesn't always have other people's interests in mind. So my concern here is he may be overly, he may disappoint you as time goes on. Um, Has any of that happened up to this point yet? Have you noticed any of that? Because that's showing up in the current energy to me. Um, there there were a couple of red flags, yeah. But I thought it was just me because the relationship, I mean, I'm not even completed with my divorce yet, so mm. I'd be super cautious about anybody. Yeah. I'm just a little worried about that because it shows, that's what shows up as his challenge, and then in his mental frame we have the four of wands reversed, which tells me he's not really looking to jump into a relationship or get into a relationship. So it's like mm. there's some warning signs here. And I don't want to say mm. it's definitely a no. Like, it's not telling me no. Like, I'm not seeing an absolute don't do it. But I am mm. seeing stuff that makes me go, I wouldn't jump into it. I'd just be cautious. It's kind of like, mm. um, like you said, red flags. It's it, it, it sets up my caution flags. <laughs> like, I'm not mm. sure how I feel about this. I don't know if, I, if I'm loving this guy. That's what I'm seeing. I don't know if I love the energy around him. Um, mm-hmm. It just, he's very um, self-focused. He's very self-centered. He's very, I don't see him being a very giving partner. And at the end of the day, it feels like if he had to do something kind and giving for you or if he had to do something for himself or if there was, like, if you needed something or if he, you know, had to go, wanted to go watch a football game just for an example. I'm not saying that that's, this is a situation, but this is what's coming to mind. He would choose the football game and you'd be sitting there waiting for him, hoping he shows up or hoping he, you know, you're sitting there three hours with your, with your flat tire or whatever. Um, that's the kind of energy that I'm feeling. You would be left waiting for this guy that says he's going to be there and he doesn't show up. So that's my concern. Um, I'm not saying he would always do this, but this is the kind of energy that I'm seeing right now that he would disappoint. Um, I do see things funny because it sounds like my ex. (laughs) Oh, does it? Well, yeah, just in the last couple of years, it's, he never was like that. It was a 30-year relationship that addiction and lots of other things came into play. And it actually sounds a lot like my ex in the last, like, eight years. So, so I, don't, I just don't want to repeat it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going right. to say. So you don't want to be attracting the same pattern by without even realizing it. So, you know, and I did two sets of cards because when I first pulled the first set and I was like, Oh, this doesn't look super positive. I pulled the second set. So I'm reading from both decks from two different decks. Mm. And I'm, yeah, so this is what I'm seeing. And I, and he does have some, so the future looks like there could be a relationship, but there's going to be a lot of work and, you know, you could be very happy, but with the work, you know, with a lot of the work, mm-hmm. you have to put in a lot of work. And the question is, how much work do you, are you ready to put in 
for something that you what after you just got out of something. So, yeah. you know, I'm not going to tell you to cut the cord and run because I don't, I'm not seeing major red flags, but I am seeing something that makes me go, Ooh, you just got out of so much. Do you really want to go down this road? You know? And I'm not, I'm, my other concern is when I look for relationship reading, I look for something in the tarot cards. I look for cups. Um, I look for cups and I look for wands for passion. Cups is for love. Wands are for passion. And I'm not seeing any cups in your spreads, either of them. And wands, the only wand I'm seeing is reversed. So Ooh. that, actually, no, I'm sorry. I, I have two, two wands, but the only wand, the, yeah, they're not, they're not very positive. <laughs> so it's, you have more challenging cards here than positive. And, and that's, mm-hmm. that's, you have more swords and more, you know, more major arcana and, and, and not so much cups, which is more love and passion. So that concerns me too, because if you're trying to get into a relationship with somebody, you want love and passion and excitement, not so much these challenging things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it's up to you. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily ditch it, but if you do, if you go into it, I would say keep your eyes open and be smart about it. You know, okay. that's what I would say. Okay, so, makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 Just to support here, throw in um, just any uh, validation, you know, with what Mel is connecting with. Um, I, I definitely am in agreement here. It, it feels like, well, one, first, you know, connecting with your energy, Debbie, I feel... I'm immediately shown the energy of what has broken down in the past, you know, this past relationship and that you are really stepping into a a transformative time of your life. Like it really feels like, you know, the cliche saying turning over a new leaf, you know, you're really starting to open up. Like it genuinely feels in that way that you are finally experiencing a sort of renewal. I think what you're going to discover is that you didn't know how much of yourself was repressed. Um, with this past connection and relationship that you're going to find newer parts of yourself coming back out. Um, so with that being said, I do feel like in this connection with uh, Paul, I think you said his name, um, it does feel like there can be really great moments of communication. But the biggest thing that Spirit keeps showing me is that you really have the power. I don't know why that feels important, but you have the power in this connection and if any of these patterns start to repeat themselves, which I feel is, is kind of likely, you know, like I was saying, this time it's like something is different and you're able to really address it and stop things kind of in their track. And then it's really going to be up to Paul to decide if he wants to continue kind of mirroring and matching your energy and if he's going to keep moving up in life with you, evolving, you know, growing and opening and, and becoming more solid, more you know, more uh, emotionally in harmony than anything else. And it's really up to him. And I feel the one thing that Spirit keeps showing me is that no matter what happens in connection with Paul and honestly with anyone in, in your future, you have really found this new part of yourself that it's just you, you feel more defined than you ever have um, in your life. It feels like this energy is what's going to be solidly carried forward and anybody that doesn't match it just kind of falls away. Um, so like Mel was saying, I wouldn't be too 
overly worried about it. You know, definitely enjoy the moments that come up and that seem great. But also just remember that your growth really is the most important right now. It, it really is time for, for Debbie to be able to shine and open up and, and, and be that defined self. And whoever wants to complimentary or genuinely share that with you, you know, can come on this journey with you. But, um, you know, you have to let people make their own choices. And I know you found that out um, with, your, with your, your past relationship that there was nothing you could do to stop him from making a decision, you know, and, and if he wanted to do something, you know, he was going to do it. So I think, I think where you're at now is really finding that, that complimentary connection and letting people prove to you and show you that they're going to be willing to do that. Because again, what spirit keeps showing me is that you have the power now and it's not in any sense of vanity or control or manipulation or anything like that. It's not any sense of ego. It's this internal sense of self, power, this empowerment, self-empowerment kind of energy. Um, I feel like that's going to be one of the most prevalent things you'll feel. So really, just like Mel said, I I wouldn't worry too much about it. Let people play out as they do. Um, But either way, I think you're going to be in a a good space no matter what. You feel healthy, like you feel like you're getting in a good good personal energy for yourself. I think that's the the most important thing that matters. And those that match your energy – they'll, they'll be attracted to you. You know, they'll come to you and they'll prove to you that, Hey, you know, I want to walk this path with you. So I think you're honestly in the right space. Um, I think, you know, this, this, uh, separation is, is an important step in your life. Big change, big transition, but it does feel, it does feel kind of, uh, necessary. It feels important. I definitely commend you for, for taking all this on. Yeah, definitely everything physically transforming and I'm living on my own for the first time in 30 years and just pretty yeah. and knowing that I can take care of myself because I pretty much took care of everything before. So. Right, yeah, so right. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you for okay. calling in to be. All right. Thank you. You're Have welcome. Fun. Have a good night. <laughs> Have you a great too. night. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Really good connections. Uh, really glad to have you here, Mel. Um, I want to ask you one more question, if you don't mind, before we go off air. Sure. So what is your personal mission with the work that you do? Why, why do you do this work? Okay. Um, so why do I do this work? I do this work... Um, pretty much the same reason why I became a teacher. Um, I do this work to help the world become a better place, honestly, to help other people. Um, I find it as a calling to bring truth to the world. And um, I really find that helping others find their truth, it makes a huge difference in my life. And it's kind of like paying it forward to me. And it feels good to me. Um, it helps my vibration. It helps my connection to source. Um, and I've just been guided to do it, that it helps empower other, I know I keep using the word empower, but it really is my mission to help other people find that they are stronger than they think they are and to help them move forward on their path. 
I love that. I think that's a beautiful mission. My goodness, you have been through some intense experiences and quite an evolved sense of perception in your own spiritual understandings and gifts. So, you know, thank you for sharing that with us and and sharing that with callers as well. I think you have a really, um, I think you have a, a really interesting way of connecting to, you know, these energies. It feels like you, I mean, you are giving me the chills right away in just describing your story. I could almost see, you know, this happening to you and feel it like something was touching my own, you know, body. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, <laughs> this is really getting to me. I think, you know, I think you definitely have, uh, you know, touched something uh, quite important. Uh, so thank you for, for sharing all of that energy here with us. No problem. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Yeah, my my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, again, everyone, if you want to connect here with Mel, um, Mel's Divination Readings, that's uh, her website, you know, melsdivinationreadings.com. Also, her Gmail, her Instagram, you know, everything else, just look up Mel's Divination Readings. You can get get in touch with her and work with her privately. Uh, If you want to get in touch with me, you can visit me at my website, thedreamteacher.com. You can contact me there. Uh, connect with me however you need to. I do have some new products up there. I'm working on a lot more hypnotherapy tracks. The one that I have currently up is uh, headphone hypnotherapy, and it is to help with anxious feelings, to help with, you know, all the things that are rooted in, like, negative emotions, anger, fear, sadness, guilt, um, nervousness, anxiousness, feelings. So uh, take a listen to that if you are having some issues, but uh, definitely beware that it does pull these energies out uh, so, you know, if you do need to have somebody, you know, help ground these emotions, you know, make sure you seek that out as well if you are in that process or transition. So if you want to stay in touch with the show, go ahead and follow the show page here on Blog Talk Radio. Or again, you can always listen to the show on Archive, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. We will have another show coming up. On December 7th, I don't know if we will be doing any shows during the holiday season. So in the event that we don't, I hope you all have a great holiday season. If you're seeing family, enjoy the time with your family. Be safe in your travels, everyone, please. Um, Can't stress that enough, being safe in in all your travels there. Uh, But if we don't see you and I don't do a surprise show, see, this is why you might want to follow the show or at least follow on my website. I'll be putting up the schedule there as well. If we don't do a surprise show, we'll see you on December 7th. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, all past, present, and future listeners. Look forward to hearing from you all on the next one. Take care, everyone.